frosted cranberry, mistletoe, white birch, and winter solstice. Both those sound fantastic. So scorn was the other one that we got. Um, and I sent that out to you guys as well, split that three ways, and that was phenomenal as well. Um, the the way that the the way that this all worked, by the way, is um Matt was doing a giveaway and um our uh podcast instagram page just happened to win um so when they came in boom 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 split them three ways we all tried them out we all loved them um this is uh these are great these are great so um keep it up please because folks like us with our you know uh uh myself and 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 paul and and matt you know we all have longer beards and jerry's got not a beard that as long as that's as long as the rest of ours but he's got a beard of like he it's not a it's not a 15 year old beard it's a it's a full-grown man beard um on his face there <laughs> uh there's there's a lot um there, there's a lot that needs to be done for men's facial hair care um you know uh, for the longest time like i mentioned earlier you know a lot of people they didn't give a shit and uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, the same body wash that we use for our heads and our bodies, we also use for our beards. And now we've got folks like yourself that are um, champions of products that are better for our faces, better for our beards. Um, and there's there's a lot of shit out there, too. Um, we, we reviewed one um, early on, and we didn't do our homework properly. And uh, we had to recant what we said on our Halloween episode. Um, okay. Lots of, you know, scary sound effects and, and things of that nature because they <laughs> they were, uh, most of their products are produced in China, even though it says that they came from Florida. Uh-oh. Um, and um, our faces were just on fire after using these products. They were terrible. Um, and that's that's what we're here for. We're here to try these things for folks, for, for, you know, men with beards, um, before they have to suffer the same fate that we may come upon in trying these products. Hopefully we save some folks from, from that same situation. But, um, we also hope to find products like yours that are, um, healthy, um, that are all natural, do exactly what we want it to do. And, you know, bringing up the rear would be, have a great scent and, and yours do. So. And that being said, is there any, uh, anything you're working on any new products, any scents you're yeah. playing around with that you can talk about? Uh, that was yeah. My next question. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if I could play off of Adam's, uh, point just really quick to, I ho hope it is quick, but, um, you know, this community has been, I mean, so welcoming to me when i first entered uh every company owner uh was just willing to hand over recipes uh of which i already had my my own and you know kind of tinkered with that but every owner was welcoming and we would trade products and we would chat and and uh gain knowledge so fast just within the community and you know especially the instagram i didn't plan on having that be the bulk of where i would grow a customer base but that's what happened um, there's a, a ton of great companies that all use natural products. Uh, it, it's really, the blends are all different, whatever works for you. They all have great scents. Uh, I haven't really disliked any scent that I've gotten from any company. So they're, they've all been great. Um, 
I think the issue is from the the casual uh, men's grooming um, product buyer uh, that they buy their products in store. Um, and when you ask them what they use, they often can't tell you what it is uh, or where they got it from. Uh, it was a gift. I actually don't know. I don't know the name. Uh, they'll call it a balm, but it's probably more of a cream, like a pomade, something you would like a that has detergents and silicones and you know chemicals. Um, I went in to try and market a product that's sports clips, you know, say, hey, you know, barbershops, maybe trying to get some wholesale business. And uh, you know, I looked at the company that they were using, that they were selling to customers, and it was the sixth ingredient before I could pronounce anything um so you you essentially you're you are putting detergents and chemicals on your face uh that are doing more detriment to your beard and your face and your body before it ever makes it feel before you get any type of just you know um advantage from it so uh you know i i appreciate that and it's that that's that if anybody listening that, you know, is the casual, um, you know, beard oil user, um, there, you got to start somewhere, you know, oils, balms, butters, conditioners, washes, sea salt spray, mustache wax. There's so many different items that you could really get into the men's grooming and it, like it can get away from you. I uh, trust me. Uh, you got to start somewhere. I would always recommend an oil and a high quality one where you can pronounce the ingredients, whether they use the scientific names or not, uh, and just find a scent you like. Um, it's so, uh, but yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul chair. Um, I am actually, I don't know if Adam will be happy about this, but I'm kind of redesigning Exodus, uh, was a frankincense and myrrh top note. Uh, I'm kind of going more of a cologne top note. Um, so that will be more of an actual cologne, uh, Patmos I'm redesigning. It was kind of like a tropical Hawaiian drink top note with some Greek island beachy sandy vibes. I'm actually kind of creating a Mediterranean cologne. Um, now, while I don't, there there are some companies that might just use a cologne replica and call it their thing. I do use a few different cologne replicas as a middle to bottom note in my sense. Uh, so... Um, Phyllocycos from Diptyque. It's a Paris cologne. I'm using a, that will be the base, but then I'm also adding some white sandalwood, black fig, uh, violet, um, some coastal redwood. So there's going to be a lot of different uh, scents within that cologne base. So there's going to be, I'm going to try and make that more of a well-rounded masculine scent uh, than being kind of like a Hawaiian beach tropical drink vibe. Um. I'm kind of kind of of your wrestling fans, us guys in our 30s, 40s grew up on wrestling. I'm kind of doing um a light and dark cologne combination, like a little bit of um there's gonna be a little bit of an NWO theme in that. <laughs> so that's uh and so I'm I'm trying to do more colognes, more of the two-step, more of the Florida Blanca, uh more of the Metzola type of sense. Hopefully soon. Um Maybe like a Key West uh, lime grapefruit for the spring. Uh, 
so they're, they're going to be a lot more well-rounded uh, and, and layered sense, uh, which, uh, I, something I also want to do. So, um, which to the whiskey drinker, uh, the cigar smoker, I like to have those layered scents that you can pull out different things throughout the day that you think it smells like one thing, but then in two hours, it's something different. Uh, that's always kind of the goal. So sorry, that was like long, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really fun because I know that you guys do that with whiskey and I'm not, I'm not there yet. I don't have the whiskey cigar nose, but these, these scents and notes I'll wear and tinker with it just are really fun to, uh, for you to, to, to also have fun with. Uh, so I'm honored that you like what I like and then can enjoy them too. Yeah, we, we, we definitely look forward to everything that you have to offer <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> what you currently have to offer everything, future endeavors and, uh, current endeavors. We're, we're looking forward to that for sure. Um, but let's move on. Well, one more thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You may have touched on it before. I had a little bit of connective uh, connection issues when we started. Um, but the so you have your your standard sense, if you would call it, and then you have the 12 tribes of Israel. Correct. Um, what was the reason that you wanted to try to separate those and what, what is the, uh, the 12 tribes, uh, sent profiles for those that haven't looked at it. Oh, oh, well, again, that kind of, uh, speaks to the, my journey. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Adam wanted to go political or religion here, but it's go for it, man. Do it, <laughs> do it to it. They don't like it. They can kiss my ass and everybody else's ass on this call. You know, do it to it. Um, Let's see how I explain. It's um well my, my journey to learn about you know Christianity and and Judaism and first century, um what re religion was like during the first century and even before that that where the Jewish people or Israel and then listen they're they're in the news it's very polarizing and and I'm sure you've heard the arguments and you you may have a side or you know um stand with Israel. Yeah, it, the, you know, where America has stood. And there's I think it's there's been a reason for that. Um, but where do they come from? What What's the story? What's the history of the Jewish people of Israel? Um, what is that little piece of land that's the size of New Jersey have to do with probably 99% of the news today? And why is it so prominent? Why is it so important? Um that was not the intent. I just started this in January and then this wasn't going on, even though it had been at times, you know, within the nineties, two thousands, um, that the Jewish people, as we know them today, do specifically descend from one of the 12 tribes of Israel. So while Israel as a whole, they are represented by the Jewish people. So the Jewish people are Israel. It wasn't always like that. Um, there are 12 tribes of Israel. Only one is Jewish, Judah. And so right. I kind of wanted to tell the story of that there were other tribes. Moses was a Levite. Uh, and so was his brother Aaron. Uh, Jesus was Jewish. He was from the tribe of Judah. Um, 
there are a lot of other characters within that Bible that descended from other tribes, and they weren't known as Jewish. They were known as Israelites. There is a time in the Bible where that does shift, um, that there was a northern and southern house of Israel, each containing different tribes. It's a Middle Eastern cultural in nature, so there were it was kind of like a conglomerate of tribal society and middle east is still tribal today but um and i so i want to tell a little bit about that story where they came from a little bit of you know their um history of each tribe uh their land where they started where they ended up any popular members of that tribe uh and that maybe could kind of you know tell a little bit of story about israel that that and before israel there was it was hebrew so you have hebrews what's israel what's an israelite what's a you know a jewish person like so there's all those little things that kind of get intertwined and, and it's all uh synonymous they it, it all became one synonymous term after a certain point uh well this continues to beard products but yeah so i <laughs> it's really just a collection with a different story to it where i wanted to separate it as a whole from the rest of the products um and 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 tell that story as a whole with those 12 profiles uh and it, it's fun for me i hope that anyone whether you like the bible or not it's definitely it's a really really cool story sure uh, um you know ephraim and manesha the the last one of the last sense uh, the current one before the this newest release they were half egyptian so they, they weren't even technically fully hebrew um and so yeah there's a whole there's a whole lot i could go forever but it's uh it's a beautiful story uh that not a lot of people know they just think that israel is the jews and that's it and you know they started in 1948 and why are we fighting over that you know it's just there's more to it um there's so much more to it than 1948 <laughs> there, there, yeah this you know and then it, again underlying is a is is a spiritual enmity towards god that you know we don't need to get into but i think there's way more than people will ever understand about what's going on over there um i mean i didn't expect all this to happen within me telling that kind of maybe just some deeper context to a childhood story um but yeah jerry that's and it just in the sense don't necessarily coincide with the tribe i ended up kind of going with whatever the color of the stone was. So Reuben red being raspberry, a uh, Dan was blue was a Sapphire. So I went blueberry. There was just kind of some things um, that I ended up doing with the color of the stone really just kind of happened that way. Uh, and they're all, those are also all differently layered complex sense. So if, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, that's one to <laughs> go after. Uh, that was going to be my next question is how'd you come up with those scents? Uh, because some of them sound fantastic. You got Judah, green tea, iced tea, lychee, black tea, oud, uh, mahogany. And then you got, uh, you got the Amish root beer, uh, the raspberry, blackberry, vanilla. Um, oh, that's raspberry, blackberry, vanilla, and cologne. Um, and then you got your blueberry, lavender sensor like i i probably should have looked at these when i did i saw them but i, I didn't actually look into them. i kind of wanted to go through the the base scent profiles first 
Um, but some I was looking through these as you were talking, and I'd say ninety percent of them, because there was one in there that was patchouli all the way through, and I'm not the biggest patchouli fan, and I know Adam is. Um, no, 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 uh, but, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but mo most of them, if not all of them, sound fantastic. Um, especially that that tea one, the Judah. The green tea, iced tea, sweet tea, leachy tea, and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I was just gonna get in to see how those scent profiles came out, but yeah, it's a cool little, um, I guess side project, I guess you uh, call it. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think it's, <laughs> it's for me, he's putting more into it than a yeah. lot of producers wood oh yeah yeah he, he's putting he's putting he's putting his faith his heart his his beliefs everything into it um which really says a lot even if you're not a you know you're not a christian you're not a jew um which jerry and i both have jewish heritage um i was raised christian um and um regardless of it all for somebody to put that much into it um again their heart in terms of you know what they want their products to be how they want their products to perform um and then their beliefs um which you're probably you know i'm i'm not i'm not a great christian i'm not um you know like i said i, I curse like a sailor um but it's it's a lot for it's, it's a lot for somebody that produces, that makes these products to put all of that into, that's literally all of you, right? I don't, I don't know that, uh, I'm sure that you're, you've got more aspects to your personality than just those, those two things. But um, those two things are definitely something that are very, very important to you. And for you to put all of that into your products really says a lot about you and a lot about your products. You know, I, I appreciate that, uh, you know, but uh, to let you know, there's a very popular pirate festival um, coming up in January here in Tampa, Florida. And, you know, I'll probably be wearing eyeliner for that. So That's I don't want idea. to make you think that yeah. I'm the best Christian either. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's i mean whatever i here's the thing here's all the thing. rule all rules go out out the window with that that festival that's right it's um, it when, is when, a, a it's a drunken pirate orgy when it, uh, uh, when, putting it lightly <laughs> uh it's all about being a well, pirate is out the window of course that's that's after hours during the day it's it's kid friendly <laughs> there's a there, that's a whole different week they, they have a ch children's parade i think they have a 5k there's a night parade which i mean that's pure debauchery uh yes this is a while away i know i just i already released smashed but um we have a which is basically gasparilla halloween it's called uh guava ween um and it's because tampa was also known for its guava production uh in the i think the late 1800s early 1900s it really boomed uh, so guavas and cigars big in Tampa. I have Vicente. I do have a Ebor city scent, which is a cigar scent, uh, a few different tobaccos. Uh, but guava ween is a very popular Halloween festival here. So uh, most likely this year coming years scent will be a guava scent. 
for Halloween just because of Tampa. So I do try and incorporate some Tampa heritage uh, in the sense as well. Very cool. Very cool. Um, the, 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 the pirate, uh, I was in, I was in, uh, my wife and I went to Daytona a few years ago and on our way back, we stopped in St. Augustine and, um, there was a fairly large, uh, pirate presence there. That's, I mean, it's a really cool city in and of itself. Um, but, uh, one of the, one, one of the pirates, one of the gentlemen, um, you know, he, he, he looked at me. And he pointed at me and he said, you Blackbeard." And then he went on with his, his, uh, his, his pirate spiel. Um, it was very cool. Um, I don't have any, uh, as far as I know, any pirate heritage. Um, but I do have some Viking heritage, which, so, so, you know, those, those two things, they kind of, they do kind of play together in a way. And, um, so it, you know, I thought that, that was pretty cool, but, um, yeah, um, you know, uh, as, as far as being a good Christian or, 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 you know, what, what have you goes, um, just because you wear a little bit of eyeliner, I don't think that, uh, <laughs> I don't think God's looking down on you. you know what I mean? Um, I, I, cause I don't, I don't remember it in the Bible anywhere that says that, that, uh, uh, you can't wear eyeliner. Um, and maybe it does. I don't know. I, I I'm not here to interpret the Bible. I'm not a minister. I'm not a priest. <laughs> I'm not a, a rabbi. I'm none of those, um, you know, which of course the rabbi, they don't, uh, they don't interpret the Bible. They interpret the Torah. Uh, but as it were, uh, I, I'm not here to judge. Um, I'm just here to speak from my own personal experience. Um, I'm not the, the greatest Christian in the world. Um, very, very far from it, but, um, I do appreciate your, uh, regardless of it being Christianity, you could be a Muslim, um, or, you know, a Buddhist or, you know, a, a, a practitioner of, of the Hindu faith. Um, the fact that you put that into your products right there speaks about, uh, the amount of care that you put into the products that you produce. And that is admirable. Uh, you know, I, I like to say that, you know, the, I try and do some collections. I do the the really cool labels. I try and do something a little different, like, you know, the bamboo tops when I first started, uh, you know, cause I didn't see those. I thought that was a little bit, it's a step above what I had seen out there. Uh, the collection, I like Agreed. to try and make them collector's items, like the 12 tribes of Israel. While it's, it's my closest thing I could get to like a subscription kind of series or sure. whatever. Um, and then just to, Listen, I'm a little OCD. Uh, I like to see all 12 of the colored jewels lined up. You know, it's, uh, and that's for me. Like I have, you know, this, the high priest wore something called an ephod. These are deep cuts. I know these are from the Bible. He would wear this breastplate with all the jewels from the tribes of Israel. So that was one of the things where you can, you know, you collect them all, <laughs> collect them all today. Um, and with each, oil you get the sticker for the, the the tribe and then you put it on the ephod uh, and it recreates this uh ephod that he would wear and listen i'll be the first one to complete mine i you know i'm 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 the biggest fan of my own products that i go i i can't wait to make this you know i created it and i i can't wait to finish it off here um so that's 
you know, I have, I have just as much fun and I hope that, you know, other people do too. Uh, you know, Bible or not, I always thought this was something really cool and different, you know, and, um, you know, cause we don't, we don't get that a whole lot anymore. And to, to have that as men, to be collectors of something that we could like whiskey again, cigars that you can go back to that you can just turn around and just admire something that you collected. And even if you don't wear them, just kind of go through and smell them and go, Oh yeah, I remember that. That's, that's nice. And, uh, so it's, it's just been fun. I mean, it's really been a blast belief or not, um, you know, to, just to tell a, a cool story. Uh, I think that, that I hope people can gravitate more towards just, wow, this is really fascinating is, is, is a good feeling. Sure. Well, gentlemen, uh, I have been parched for a minute. I have had nothing to drink for, for, for a little bit here. So is everybody ready to move on to the, uh, this pours on me? Absolutely. I think me and Paul are ahead of you already. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've got it poured. I've got it poured. I've been sniffing on it. Um, so this week's this pours on me. Uh, uh, Jerry sent some down to Matt. Um, and I sent this out to Jerry and Paul. Um, it was uh, picked at a store here a couple miles down the road called uh, Happy Hour. Um, Jerry has been there uh, this past summer. You guys have heard us talk about it a ton on this show because these folks do some phenomenal pours, the best pours around um, in my mind. And, uh, you know, I live in Lexington, Kentucky, right in the heart of, of, of bourbon country. However, this is a rye going in the same thing with the other pours that we've had here. Um, this rye is a maple finished good times rye. Um, it is 113 proof. Um, the tater sticker on the back has a picture of Will Ferrell in Elf eating uh, spaghetti coated in maple syrup and marshmallows. Um, and it says happy hour liquor. I love syrup. And um, again, it's a rye. Ryes are generally very, very pungent, very flagrant or fragrant, um, very uh, floral. All you get on the nose with this son bitch is maple, maple syrup. Uh, you could put this bad boy on a stack of pancakes and be drunk and full at the same time. It is just, I mean, there's maple and a little hint of dill that you would expect with a rye and that somehow they go together really well. Um. I personally, I talked about this earlier. I've had seven bottles of this particular rye. I have two in my home. Let me try that again. Two in my home right now. I drank the other five. Um, it's I try not to get into it too often because it is gone. There's no more. Um, but it is a perfect Christmas rye whiskey. And it is just phenomenal how do you guys feel about the nose um let's start let's start with matt it's definitely you know jerry mentioned he goes it smells just like breakfast mm -hmm. and immediately it's it's maple syrup that you get 
maple right on the, right on the nose, which is fun because um, some of those, I mean, you, I don't pull out a whole lot, so it was exciting to be like, oh yeah, for sure, maple syrup. Um, you're like that should be thicker. You're you're right. Like you want to want it to soak it up in the pancakes and have a drunken stack. Uh, immediately. Yeah. <clears throat> It's it's beautiful, Paul. How do you feel about it? There, I'm just I'm just going left to right, top to bottom on yeah. my screen here. It's just super, super maple forward. I mean, it smells like like a maple old fashioned. It doesn't even smell like a, a you know a rye whiskey. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting in, getting into it. Jerry, yeah, I was exactly what Paul said. Uh, maple old fashioned. There's a little bit of that that rye um, note on the back end. But straight up, just maple syrup on pancakes Sunday morning. But yeah. So I know that Matt took a little nip. Um, did Paul or Jerry? Did you? Well, there goes Jerry and Paul. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Yeah, that's it's super sweet, almost like a more like almost like a powdered sugar sweetness just a soft sweetness um the maple definitely comes through but it's more than that it's it's like a, a candy like powdered sugar i mean that's the thing that pops into my head but then it's definitely got a nice spicy rye finish to it great mouthfeel it's oily as hell this is yeah this is a dessert pour for sure but i could drink this every day jerry yeah, I was gonna say like a, a marshmallow's like soft, but yeah, powdered sugar works perfect. Um but then that, that rye spice, that that um citrusy dillish, whatever minty rye comes into the back end, nice spicy finish lingers for a while. Um kind of makes you want your lips to be all sticky and stuff from drinking out of a maple syrup bottle, but it's not. Um, yeah, this is a lot of maple syrup finishes are misses for me. Um, there's quite a few that are, are hit and this, this seems to be one of them. Matt, how do you feel about it? Mm. You do definitely get some of the spice towards the back end. I, the only thing I can think of it right now is just feel like I'm thinking ahead where I go this would be great as like a to create an old fashioned brown sugar immediately um possibly with some chocolate bitters maybe kind of really do like a uh almost like a breakfast uh old fashioned you know uh instead of orange maybe some other sort of citrus um, maybe even berry, you know, it's, you know, you could just go, just go full maple bacon, blueberry pancakes with it. I mean, it's, and, and when Paul mentioned it, it definitely feels like when you're done that your, your lips are going to be sticky. It it has a very, very sweet, um, throughout where you can, you, you definitely get the, the, the marshmallowy stickiness from it the whole time. It's really, it's really good. Sweeter. Yeah, I want to, I want to, turn this into like a bloody mary experience i want a big old skewer with little waffle chunks and mini pancakes and sticking right out of this thing that's right 
so uh for whiskey scientists um uh matt i don't i don't i don't think that you've uh you've been let in on that secret yet um uh the last not the last episode but the one before that uh we did a little experiment and um we kind of decided on a um a spinoff of this podcast um where we do experiments like paul just said um and uh we're calling that whiskey scientists that'll be that'll be coming uh after the first of the year obviously uh we don't we don't have enough time to make that happen we're gonna try to my idea at least we we've not had this conversation we need to sit down and have conversation about what we expect um going forward but um i i would really like to leverage youtube where people can see these experiments in person um we've not done that with this podcast we had the intention to do so and it just hasn't happened um regardless of that um that would be a fantastic experiment um and i will make sure that you guys get more samples of this like i said i got two bottles here in the house um you do expect the stickiness but you don't get it um What's amazing is how much uh, maple that this whiskey was able to pull out of that because it was so what it was finished in maple syrup barrels, which were in turn bourbon barrels to begin with. Um, that being said, it's amazing how much maple flavor that this was able to actually pull out and how well the maple flavor pairs with the rye flavors. Um, because those rye flavors are very floral, they're very spicy, they're very, um, very heavy, generally. Um, Paul has access to all the best rye whiskeys living in Maryland. Um, because you know, before before corn was actually distilled and made into bourbon in this country, it was it was rye, um, because that's what they brought with them from the old world, and um, and so in the quote-unquote old world of this country um you know maryland and 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 uh massachusetts and all those countries or, or all those states they it, it was it was rye whiskey anyway um the fact that raw the, the fact that paul likes this speaks volumes because he's got access to all those great rye whiskeys up there um I have only come to appreciate rye whiskey in the last four or five years. I've been drinking bourbon since I was 19. I'm 40 now. So 21 years of my life, I've been drinking bourbon whiskey. Um, I've only come to appreciate rye whiskey in the last four or five years. Um, and that started with Old Forester rye. Um, and and so I mentioned to you earlier about making an old-fashioned with rye whiskey. That's a great starter, rye whiskey. It's 100 proof. It's a liter bottle. It's $25 to $30, and it is widely available. You can find that at, you can probably find that at your local grocery store, uh, uh, liquor store. Um, I, you got, what do you guys have Publix down there? So I'd say, you know, go, yeah, go to you, your, you can find it, you can find it in Publix, uh, Win Dixie Liquors, ABC. Um, I don't know how close an ABC is to you, uh, but it's basically any store you can walk into, yeah. it, it's going to be sitting there. It, it's not a 750. It's not a standard fifth. It is a, a liter bottle for $25, $30. And it is easily one of the most um, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. I can't find it. The word I'm looking for, but it, it's 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 a great bottle. It's a great starter rye whiskey. And not only that, you know, once you you think, oh, starter rye whiskey, I'm not going to like this once I try others and move on beyond it. That's not the case. Um, you know, uh, a, a lot of people they stick with what they love. My first love was was Wild Turkey 101, as far as bourbon goes, and I've I've got a ton of bottles here in my home, and they're not all Wild Turkey 101, but I do have a bottle of Wild Turkey 101 on my shelf at all times, and I always have a bottle of Old Forester Rye on my shelf at all times. It is fantastic. This is uh, clearly not Old Forester uh Old Forster Rye, but it is it is fantastic. It is a good um, breakfast style whiskey, um, which is not something that generally you know. I, I, breakfast whiskey isn't really a thing that that exists in my life. I've got four <laughs> kids; I can't be that guy. Um, but you know, one day a week or one day a year um, on Christmas Day, we don't have children. Our, our children are with my wife and I, we have two kids each from other relationships. And on Christmas day, my kids are with their mother and her kids are with her father's family or their father's family. And so we spend our day with friends and we drink mimosas all day long and we have a big breakfast, um, and this is definitely a whiskey that I could see sitting down to eat with some pancakes. Um, it's really good. And, and the way that the, the maple marries with the rye, um, it's, it's just fantastic. It's, it's really good. And, uh, I'm happy that I bought the first bottle and I'm happy that I can share it with all of you. Um, Merry Christmas, happy new year. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Man, it's good. It's so good. <laughs> that proof got you, didn't it? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All 113 of them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you try and... You try and go, all right, I'm going to be sophisticated. I'm going to let it sit. Or I'm going to do the thing that you guys said. All right. This is our learning experience where it's like, don't do more than you probably can handle. Well, I mean, right? don't, don't it, try and. It, it's a matter of, you know, if, if generally what you like is 80 to 90 proof, <clears throat> anything beyond that. Well, I don't want to say anything. So 92 proof, 94 proof, that's probably not going to hurt you too bad. But, if you know, you get up to 100 proof or so. And beyond that, it becomes a sipping whiskey. So a lot of people in their, in, you know, in, in their, their one term that I really hate and I, I bought to use is whiskey journey. Um, but it really <laughs> is a journey. It really is a journey. Um, in, in that journey, uh, you, you find that there are a lot of higher proof whiskeys out there that you didn't realize existed. Um, in trying those, you really do need to sip not shoot. And that's a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of folks when they come to, uh, drinking whiskey, 
um, they they find that it's more enjoyable if you sip it rather than shoot it. And um, with those really high proof, there's there's no shooting to be had. You don't do that because it will it'll hit you in in the wrong way, and you'll have a bad experience. You want to sip it. Um, and, and the same is true with rye whiskey or bourbon, moonshine. Uh, you know, uh, uh, rum. There's not a whole lot of I I don't know of any vodkas that are out there that are above 80 proof and i'm sure there are some and that's fine i don't like vodka um but it's definitely this is this is you know not an outlier this is definitely 113 proof you want to sip it you want to sip it and enjoy it not shoot it because it will hit you all kinds of bad if you if you just throw it back and i got bad news for you i did try and sip that does that make it worse? <laughs> you you tried to sip it and it didn't. Work <laughs> I tried to you. sip it and just and wrong pipe and that's way too much. Mm. Uh, yeah, I am. I am. You know, I, I will sip some whiskeys, but you know, with just some ice. But it's, um, you know, a few of the scents were like old fashioned creations. There actually was. <laughs> this is one of my first scents. Was a uh, was a peanut butter. I mean, it was when the peanut butter whiskey became a thing. And uh, so being from Columbus, Ohio, I, I came up with a, a scent because I had an old fashioned that was like a peanut butter whiskey. It was screwball. That might be blasphemous here, but it's, it was good. I liked it. It's flavorful. Probably is more of a liqueur than a whiskey. I would imagine too. Right. That's not probably not a true whiskey, even though they well, call it technically that. no by the proof, but it's, I mean, it's 70 proof. <clears throat> and that's, that's close enough that, you could almost consider it a whiskey, but it is technically legally considered to be a liqueur. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, one of those and it had uh, like chocolate bitters and um, a Reese's cup garnish. Uh, yeah, this was really fun. It was really good. I liked it. So I, I designed uh, a scent called Blitzed Buckeye, which is a chocolate peanut butter whiskey. Uh and it was like kind of an ode to an Ohio State Buckeyes theme because growing up, mother and for that matter, the entire family would make Buckeyes. You know, the you know, butter, peanut butter, fantastic candies. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you know, uh, vanilla extract, peanut butter, confectioner, sugar, rolled in the ball, frozen, dipped in chocolate. Um, incredible. Um, and so I combined that with what I found like was a whiskey fragrance and kind of made, you know, like a double entendre, a little pun. Um, so that was, that was fun. So a lot of them I have, you know, if I have an old fashioned, I like you, you can combine some notes, um, you know, some smoke, some, you know, um, there's some things you could do with it, like from the bitters, from the liqueur that's in there, from, you know, the, the sugar, the, so it, it was really fun to do with layers, um, but yeah, they're the old fashions are real fun to create. So I like the I like the your idea with the uh, the whiskey scientist. Um, that's that's something you guys would have a great time with. It is, and um, since you are really new to the whiskey scene, but very open, clearly. Um, when we do the old fashioned with this, 
I'm going to have to make sure that you have some and you can be on the whiskey scientist episode when we, when we do the old fashioned with that, because you like old fashions. That was, you mentioned that several times tonight. And, um, so that, that tells me that you need to be on when we do these, you need to give your opinion because myself, I like to drink whiskey, um, in whatever form, rye, bourbon, moonshine, whatever. I like to drink it straight. Um, I don't do mixed drinks for the most part. Um, I did have an old fashioned, uh, a rye whiskey made with old fashioned, like a, a, a rye, an old fashioned made with rye whiskey, like I said earlier, uh, recently, and it was fantastic. Um, somebody that likes to, that's their go to drink. That's what we're going to have to do. And I know that Paul really likes old fashions. Um, Jerry likes them too. And, and, and I like them as well. Go to cocktail. I, I do what? My go to cocktail. Okay, especially so when we go out to dinner. I didn't realize that. I know that Paul has mentioned it several times, so I didn't know that Jerry liked them uh, that much. So with that being the case, there's three gentlemen here tonight on this call with me that really, really like old fashions. So we're going to have to make that happen. So I'll get some down to you um, and we can, um, you know, a couple ounces and we can mix that in with an old fashioned and try that out and see how this maple uh, rye works out in an old fashioned. I personally think that it's going to be good but it may not be what we're looking for and then again i'm welcome to being wrong um so we'll have to get you on for that as well i'm in <clears throat> well perfect um i think that does it for this episode of bourbon beards and belvedere's um Make sure to check out our guest at biblicalbeard.com. On Instagram, you can find him at Bay Area Beard Company. Uh, check out this whiskey for sure at jamespepper.com. And then the cigar was produced by tedscigars.com. Um, all great products. Um I got to say that uh, this beer product and, and the, uh, the whiskey of the week are probably the two that stand out the most for me. Paul clearly agrees. And, and Jerry, I saw a slight nod there. Um, all three <laughs> of them are great products. Well worth your time. Definitely something you should check out. Um, Jerry, what is the beacons page again? It's beacons.ai forward slash bourbons, beards, and belvedere's. Um, and that should be up to date uh, when this episode comes out with all of our, with the app and what we've drank over these last almost 30 episodes or whatever. Um, the Instagram's on there. I believe the Facebook is on there. The Discord page that we've don't typically use but we probably should to interact with our fans is on there our youtube that we don't use at all is on <laughs> basically any anything that to do with this episode this episode this uh the show is on that beacons page uh from our website to our socials and everything like that including the the app with all the pours that we've had in cigars and beer products um so it's a nice little one-stop shop for the bbb podcast for sure. 
And and one one announcement that we have, uh, something that we talked about um, a couple of weeks, well, within the last week, um, we're going to start doing a live show on Instagram Live um, once a month. And if there's a good enough reception, maybe we'll amp it up. Um, once a month, we're going to start doing a live recording and uh where you can you know you can interact with us you can you can throw out questions or you can just talk shit tell us that we're terrible whatever you want to do um but um that that'll be really cool uh that's gonna start in january um we, we have yet to nail down an exact week when that's gonna happen um that may be at the start of january it may be at the end we just need to have, sit down and have that conversation. But that is the thing that we really want to do. Um, it, it's going to be a good time. So please join us for that. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, it's it's uh, December 23rd. This will come out on Christmas Day. We don't expect that anybody's going to listen to it on Christmas Day because you have better shit to do. But, uh, you know. Merry Christmas from all of us here at Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. Um, we will see you um, a couple days before New Year's. We hope that we all have a, a great Christmas. Uh, cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Merry cheers. Christmas. And if before you go, if I make a tiny announcement. Sure. An extra one. I just want to thank you guys for having me on. I mean, honored that you do you ask that you enjoy the products that uh you talked about it once and wanted to have me on again and talk about them a second time uh sending me the whiskey samples and the cigar um i asked if there was a way i could contribute or give back um and that was ignored <laughs> so um if, if anyone <laughs> I, I, I gets... said we had <laughs> we had the samples and everything don't worry about it so <laughs> it, it, we, we weren't we we didn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily us ignoring you uh, uh but you've you've done enough you've done enough uh so i want to do a little something more it's maybe like an, a little early christmas gift that might be nothing it might be a little something um so i want to extend an offer code to anybody that listens to, the, to this podcast um uh for you guys um you know, I have affiliates and, you know, it's uh, discount codes and whatnot. Um, they get a small percentage. So I, what I want to do is I want to throw out an offer code for anyone listening that, that wanted to try the products first time customer or not. Uh, the offer code is whiskey. Uh, I will get you 25% off your order at www.biblicalbeard.com. You can go to Bay area beard company on Instagram if you'd like, but check out the website uh, 25% off and these gentlemen get a portion so that they can continue doing what they do, um, as well. So anyone that uses that code, it goes to support, uh, bourbons, beards, and Belvedere's, uh, Adam, Paul, and Jerry. So, um, thank you, sir. Thank help you these, very much. Help out your beard, bless your beard, bless these guys. Um, you know, if not, they're still getting something. They're not getting away easy. So, um, but thank you. This is a little something. If I hopefully, hopefully, I'm a bigger, bigger company and get more exposure. This definitely will um, provide a little bit. But 
um, I'll make sure you guys get if anyone uses that code. Well, whiskey. We, we we really appreciate that code whiskey. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And a little clarification: Very... is it whiskey with an e or without the e? With the e. Just got to clarify that for some yeah. people that don't like don't like the whiskey with the e. Yeah. If you those don't, people, I can change it. Wrong. It's it's a changeable uh, grammatical those, those error. People but... are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> our, That's our right. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much for yeah. that. Thank you, sir. That's definitely going at the beginning of the episode and not the end. Um, yeah, definitely put that in the link, whatever you want. If they, again, they like what they hear, uh, what you guys have said, um, then they can use that offer code and uh, also gives back to the, to the channel, to the show. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. And with that, cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Urban Beards and Belvedere's is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ullman. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson. You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers. Cheers.